Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, T-Mac, Tony McKinnon, fresh from his nap this afternoon, um, ready for another podcast. Yeah. Um, we're glad to be back with you. This is actually our third podcast. Third we're, we're banging we're, them out today. We're, we're doing today, you know, and, and we're we're talking about a very serious subject. You know, people people's minds right now are, are over with Israel and things like that. And so today we're going to talk more about, you know, following the leading of the Spirit, how to pray, not to be in fear because, you know, the Bible says to fear not. So we have Dr. Kirk Duval once again with us talking about Israel and things like that. We've all already covered a couple different subjects. We, t- we covered why the Palestinians hate the Jews. We've We've covered about whether this is the end, the war to end all wars, and you know we've decided it isn't yet, um, you know because the right countries are not involved. And we talked about that, you know, the Bible is a book that is centered around um, Judaism and, and Jerusalem, and America has nothing to do with any of that. So you know the prophets that are prophesying about America, it's really nothing to do with the end times um, per se, although there might be some persecution among the Christians here in, in America. Um, but, um, you know, that's all. That, but Kirkham, you know, let's kind of go to where we were. We were talking about following the leading of the Spirit of God, um, you know, in these last days. Um, yeah, you know, one of the things Jesus said in Matthew 24 when he's given signs of the, of the time leading up to the during the tribulation and so forth, he said men's hearts would be failing them for fear of those things which are coming on the earth. And uh, I think that's we're seeing some of that in society today, that people that don't have an anchor of hope and faith and de- a sense of purpose and destiny in the Lord, they see these things and they enter into fear. The world is very fearful right now. But, you know, that 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 verse right there, I've, I've thought about that a lot over the years and read it and meditated on it and it that seems to be i mean in, in different translations it's anxiety yeah and look at our look Stress. at us yeah it is and and, and i i, but, I but like philippians to, that says don't be anxious for yeah, anything and yeah. exactly and i but i define anxiety like i mean it's like low-grade fear well we i mean have. it's like if you go if you got a, a temperature of 105 i mean you're you're going to the hospital but i mean if it's just you know a little bit over whatever's normal. I can't even remember. 98.6. 98 points. You know, if, ten, if it's 99 or, or 100, yeah. you know, you feel that. It's a low-grade fever. Low grade fever. Yeah. And that, but that's what is pervasive in society. It's that low-grade fear. It's anxiety. And it wears and on you. It wears on you. People get on medication, and, and, and you just kind of make excuses for it. But it's interesting, like it says, like, you know, Paul and – you know, has, has talked about not having anxiety. I mean, yeah. all, all these things I mean, have gone on for generation after generation. We're not just talking about, you know, here in 2023 in the 21st century. You know, that, that fear has always been there. But it is amazing, you know, how Christians are so afraid. I mean, that I, I understand why the world would be afraid because, like I said, they don't have the foundation of Jesus. But, you know, how do we read the Bible? How do we read the 91st Psalm, you know, and be afraid? I mean, how, how do we read some of these things? I mean, God protected the children of Israel when the children of Israel weren't really you know, gung-ho on the things of God. I mean, you know, yeah. um, you know, but, you know. I, I read this Psalm 91 every day. Yeah. You know, well, I claim it every day over me and my family. You know, that's a that's something my mom taught me at a young age. And, you know, and I think that's, you know, we need to we need to read that. I mean, I, I wish people would have read it during COVID, um, you know, but, you know. And here's the thing, you know, when we read it as believers, we should read it from a new covenant perspective. What does that mean? That in Christ, 
So like, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What is that secret place? It says we are hid with Christ in God. So we are in Christ, right? So then that means, the next one says, I'll say to the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress and my God and him I will trust. He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. So all these promises then, which 2 Corinthians 2, uh, 1.20 says, they're all yes and amen, amen to Christ. So then I can read through all of these promises and say, because I'm in Christ, that these all apply to me. That he's going to cover me with his feathers and his shield, he'll, he'll be my shield and buckler. I'll not be afraid of the terror by night. Now here's an interesting thing about this psalm in studying Hebrew. This is actually a spiritual warfare psalm. These mm. things, like the pestilence that walks in darkness in the Hebrew is actually the name of a demon. Ooh. And the arrow that flies by day is the name of a demon. And so this is, these are talking about demonic attacks. And, you know, Paul said the shield of faith extinguishes all the fiery all darts. Yeah. Those are demonic attacks. But what all means all, right? So our faith will extinguish these attacks. So, you know, all of these promises are yes, we go through and read this. But so my, my point is this. Okay, we got two groups we're talking to. Non-believers, we understand why they're in fear. They don't have any sense of hope. But let's zero in on believers. Why are believers in fear and why are believers freaking out? It has to be because of, one, ignorance of the Word of God, or two, just refusing to believe what it says. Well, they're feeding upon this junk instead of the Word and promises. Exactly. And but, so, but this all happened during the COVID situation as well. I mean, it, this is not, you know, and it's happened up many things, you know, even and it's people tend to cleave to the negative more than they do the pot. Like you said, yeah. other podcasts, you know, they have more faith in the devil than, than they do God sometimes. You know? That's right. And, even, and like some of these con wacko conspiracy theories that people will go at great lengths to believe that the government's controlling earthquakes and weather. You know, there may be some of that. But you the mean Bible that doesn't happen. The Bible says. <laughs> yeah, I thought. The Bible says. I thought it was fracking. <laughs> yeah, they're actually putting more faith in a conspiracy of a group of men controlling True. the world than the fact that hey, God said that the enemy was, would bring these things, and that and He knows what's going on, and you know He told us what was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, and so, it, it's just Bible prophecy. Matthew twenty-four. He talks yeah. about rumors and wars and, and, and earthquakes and famines and floods and. All kinds of stuff. Well, Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have what? Tribulation. Right. But be of good be cheer. Of good he cheer. didn't say drink good beer. He said, be of good cheer. I've overcome. Especially Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forget That's the Bud exactly Light. right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, really, we have to address the, the Christian. We have to address the believer. If, if those that are listening, if, if you have been caught up in fear, tempted to, 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 to just you know, run and hide or what's going to happen, and this is not God. And you do not have to do that. The Bible clearly tells us over and over again, fear not. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Or God has not given us a spirit of fear unto bondage, but of spirit of, that cries, Abba, Father. We have a God, a Father, who's watching yeah. over us. And he is able to deliver us. And faith comes by hearing the word. So really, if you've been bound up with fear and anxiety over world events, uh, turn off the TV, turn off social media, and get your heart in the word of God until that peace is settled there. Yeah. He said to be anxious for nothing, you quoted earlier. Yeah. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, mm -hmm. with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God that passes understanding. It goes beyond what you can figure out will keep or guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We, you, we have to do it God's way. And we don't have a choice. The, the way the world is right now, we have to, to get in line. When COVID came, it, it was like a wake-up call. 
people that said they were in faith and said they believed in healing and said they believed in God's protection all of a sudden were running in fear, hiding with three masks on and indoors and driving with their windows up in their car because all of a sudden what they said they believed intellectually when the rubber hit the road, there was no faith there. They were in paranoia and fear. So we have to get, as believers, to say, wait a minute. If, if, if I see something like that that's rocking my world and rocking my faith, then I have to make some adjustments and say, I need to get back to the Word. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and find out what God says and trust God and believe God. Because it's by standing on that rock, Jesus said, when the, when the waves and the winds hit, those are the ones that are going to last. We have to build on the Word of God. That's the only thing that's going to give us faith, peace, and the hope and comfort of the Scriptures, the Bible says. So what you're saying is, I don't need to buy survival food in gold. <laughs> right, right. You know, well, with you know my what? promo code. <laughs> like I said in the previous broadcast, I believe in preparation. You know, yeah. uh, Preparation I, H? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, know, I didn't yeah. <laughs> Well, I was thinking of an analogy a lot, but I better not say it. But anyway, but the... Shrink the fear, shrink the fear. (laughs) You can only get that kind of stuff on our podcast. (laughs) Well, you know, if you can invest in gold, great. And if you can have extra things on it, just because we live in Oklahoma and we lose electricity every so often, we know what it's like to have extra supplies on hand. That's natural preparation, right? Not preparation age. (laughs) But natural preparation? Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. But if you're living in fear, like, oh, the Antichrist is coming any minute now. i got to get my you know, vault full of food and all this and that. Something's wrong with that picture. You need to get back to the Word. Remember Jesus in the boat when the storm was around them? The boat was sinking. And yet he says, where's your faith? Why are you mm-hmm. afraid? Yeah. And you think, the boat's sinking. Can't you see the boat sinking? But that didn't matter to him because he knew that he had the power to do something about it. Right. And he says, where's your faith? Well, every once in a while, you have to stop and ask the question, what is driving me? Right. Yeah, what, what's my motivator? And fear, fear is a big motivator for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, you know, I personally think that there are a number of so-called ministers that use the fear to make money oh, sell, absolutely. Sell, oh, selling yeah. stuff like, like, like oh, that. Yeah. You know? yeah. And like I said, it's okay to, to, to be prepared. Yeah. It's also, you know, you know, we, we, we can protect ourselves and, you know, we can have weapons. We can, you know, um, you know, all, all these kind of things. But ultimately, God's going to take care of us believers. I mean, you know, we, you know, it's, it's going to happen. I mean, he, got, he took care of the children of Israel and he took care of us. I mean, you know, you know, we serve the same God. Our God never changes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And so I, I really don't, um, you know, I don't live in fear. I, I don't, you know, prepare like other folks. Um, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm not buying you know, freeze dried. I know people. I'm, I'm joking about this, but and I know people that I think they still have food from Y2K you know, <laughs> yeah, left, yeah. left over. You know. Well, it never expires. Yeah, you know, it's so, eternal. Yeah, you know, so I mean, you know, and I, I know a gentleman. He's now, um, um, well, he he was thinking about. He actually bought a boat because he was going to live on his boat. Now he thinks that's not safe now, so now he's going to sell his boat and buy some land out in Montana somewhere or whatever. This guy has thirty thousand dollars worth of survival food. And I'm like, why would you? He's he's fairly wealthy, um, he's really wealthy. Um, and I'm like, why would you have that much survival food? And someone says, well, well, Craig, you're gonna buy some. Well, actually, my wife said, should we buy some survival food and water? I said, you know what, third. I, I said, why? I'm going over to his house. He has thirty thousand dollars worth of it stored up in his house. Thirty thousand dollars would buy a lot of maple cream cookies yeah. from Canada. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mr. From Foodie, a duty, Mr. From a duty Foodie, free shop, Mr. Foodie over here. Um, but but yeah, I mean, so 
and, and I know he literally has that much money because um, one of my step kids actually helped him unload some of his food. Oh, wow. got, he got paid pretty well for that. Anyway, but um, so he, he literally does. And he said, the reason I spent so much money, because I'm, I'm well off, and I know other people won't prepare, so I'll prepare for them. So I'm like, okay, you know, if I need extra food, I know where to get it, you know. He's going to be well, in you know, a bunker, and you better not go over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he also has a lot of guns, yeah, all right, yeah. and you ammunition. Get, you, you know, that's yeah. one thing, too. If you're going to buy... Guns, you need to buy ammo as well. Because, yeah, you can't throw them at people. You know, yeah, you know. <laughs> they or, might hit and knock them out. But or we have a guy named Sam Graves here at the ministry. You can go hit his house, and <laughs> he has plenty for everybody. He tells you <laughs> this is true. No, I'm not. I'm not lying. No, yeah. He's yeah. actually even said that. Hey, if From anything muskets happens, to machine gun. You show up in my house, and you know, just take a couple. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. The thing is, we go back to what Jesus said in his very first public address, the, what's called the Beatitudes. And he tells us not to worry about tomorrow, not to worry about what we're going to mm-hmm. eat, what we're going to drink. Is there, you know, an exception to the rule? I mean, does that have I an I mean, expression? that's actually a really, a really good point. I never thought about that. I need to throw that one out there more often. Well, you know, it's yeah. like, uh, is that, is that, has that expired? You know, that, no, if he said the f- sparrows are taken care of, and aren't you worth more than a sparrow to your heavenly father? You think about when you're out in the parking lot eating lunch and you throw a french fry out the window. How long does it take for a bird to show up and eat that thing? Who directs yeah. them to that food? God does. You know, it's well, not that's like, not healthy. <laughs> yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> you eat french fries? No, that's that's why I'm throwing them Kill out the window. <laughs> but, but anyway, you know. Actually, it, for the french fries are not good. You know, we have ducks here and we have duck food, you know, yeah. and we have to ask people not to throw bread or, well, or see, french we, fries. I go to the, I go to the uh, ranch supply in Bixby and buy cracked corn, 50-pound bags, oh. and my wife feeds the ducks. She had it, 60 out there eating the other night. But, you know, if you throw something like that out in the parking lot, yeah, they, 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 out they of nowhere, birds of, yeah, are going to come. Yeah, out of nowhere. Because God is, he says, if he feeds the sparrows, how much more are we? Take care so we've got to take to heart what Jesus said mm-hmm. and actually act like the Bible's true. Yeah, yeah. And that's what really is that what Brother Hagin said many times. <laughs> yeah, but see that determines faith. Yeah, because I can tell you what you really believe by what you do, not mm-hmm. by what you say. I mean, yeah. faith speaks, but yet people are saying things, but they're not acting it. So that tells me they don't believe what they're saying. But I can tell what you believe by what you do, and if. If a person is in fear and acting out of fear, then that's telling me what you believe. You're not believing what Jesus said. You're not believing what Paul said or the Word of God. Mm-hmm. You're believing what, you know, Fox News or CNN or, or you know, Facebook or somebody else says. Now, it is interesting. I, I will say one thing that seems to be a unifying thing. For the most part, the Democrats and Republicans seem, seem to be on Israel's side here. So, I mean, yeah, for the most amazing. part. I mean, you know, there are a few exceptions, but for the most part, it seems the majority. Well, it's uh, hard to argue when you see babies that have been decapitated. Yeah, and, and, yeah but mark my words, that they they change that. Yeah, just as the wind blows the lightest. Well, yeah, and, and that's the other side about it. Like I said, yeah. when they show horrific things, I mean, how yeah. how in the world can you can you be for a baby killer and things like that? You know, and that's um, and, you know, and that's what people don't understand. People can't understand that that kind of mindset and like you, you talked about one of the other podcasts you know they were they were groomed a long time ago, using the word grooming we use that that's yeah. kind of current you know a long time ago that you know that christians and and, and jews are evil people and that we need to eradicate them you know it doesn't matter if they're a baby doesn't matter you know and actually that's same with hitler i mean that was the whole the whole yeah. whole point you know and you know and, and that's that's just a terrible mindset. And like I said, it, it's a demonic mindset. There's, there's nobody, I mean, I don't, I don't know anyone that 
in their right mind that could, I mean, even kill a puppy, much less a, you know a baby. I mean, that's you know that's just that's, you know, cra- that's crazy. That's the key word there in their right mind, and yeah. they're not. They're possessed. They're taken over by a spirit. And, and you know, and unfortunately, and I hate to say this, I mean, things like this are going to happen more and more, go, getting closer to the end times. And like I said, we talked about this isn't the war to end all wars. This isn't the end. And we talked about this, you know, in the Bible prophecy podcast we did last year. You know, you know, some people are pre-trib, post-trib, or whatever. But um, you know, I'm personally a pre-trib person because I don't want to go through tribulation. But that doesn't, you know. Well, the Bible's clear on it to yeah. me. Yeah, it's to me too. <laughs> I mean, but you know, if they want to stay, that's fine. They can yeah. stay. You know. Well, but. we'll share what you kind of shared last night, so people you know, realize about the about when you shared it on a podcast too. You mean this last one about. You know, we're not here. after Revelation chapter three. You know, the church, the church doesn't even mention. And it's all about Israel. I mm-hmm. mean, God has to finish a work that He told Daniel. The seventy weeks was about the redemption of your people and your and the holy city. So that last week of Daniel, which is the seven year period, is about Israel. Yep. And we're not here. The church is not here. We're going to be having supper. Yeah. Marriage Supper of the Lamb. Why does he always get on food? <laughs> I'm just, it's scriptural, I'm just telling you. <laughs> Instead of food for thought, it's always thought for food. <laughs> yeah. yeah and when supper's done, it's a seven-year supper. When well, supper's because, done, well, we're, we're going to saddle up. I mean, dinner time's coming up. You yeah, know, so it's only has to eat. You know, yeah. So, you know. it's, it's, yeah, that's my short version of eschatology. Yeah. But I, again, I, wanna, I just want to encourage people that are listening that – you, if you're bound by fear, you got to fear something. Fear is actually faith in the wrong thing. Because mm. what you fear, you, you are saying that it has more power to control your life. If I fear famine, if I fear taxes, if I fear poverty, if I fear sickness, I'm saying that has power over me to control me. That's why we're told to fear God. Yeah. Like Wigglesworth says, Smith Wigglesworth, if you fear God, you won't fear man and you won't fear devils. Mm. And yeah. you won't fear the, what's going on in the world. If you fear God knowing that he is great, greater than everything and that he has all your answers and he has all your needs. But we've got to get back to believing God. We've got to get back in the word. If you need to, get some 3 by 5 index cards and start. What's your greatest area of fear? If it's, if it's health, get scriptures on healing and start meditating. If it's finances, if it's safety, meditate Psalms 93, get scriptures. Because, you know, the, the, like I said earlier, the, the one scripture that ties them all together is Second Corinthians one twenty. All those promises are yes, yes and, amen. and amen when you're in Christ. Yeah. So as a believer, you can claim any of those promises. So get three-by-five cards and put them up on your fridge or your mirror, whatever, on areas that you need to shore up your faith so that you're not living in fear. When, you know, and I, I know Christians, uh, you know, like, you know, I like to ride roller coasters and different things like that. And people say, well, I have a fear of heights or I have a fear of this or, or I'm claustrophobic. You know, I mean, they're, I know people I've been in elevators with and they're like, especially if it's like a, you know, they're in a, you know, a, a high rise or something like that. You know, they're like holding their breath when they're in the elevator. I mean, you know, you know, and these are Christians. I'm like, you know, if you let fear dominate you in any area, it can dominate you in every area. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to give the devil in any area, um, you know, so I'm not afraid of, of heights or or depths. I mean, you know, I'm not afraid to fly in an airplane or go scuba diving. You know, that's, you know, you know, this can't do on the same day because pressure yeah. is not a good thing. But anyway. You can speak in divers tongues, though, when you do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 but, 
Yeah, for, for someone who, who knows the scuba diving about pressure, you're not supposed to apply in right. scuba dive at the same time, or well, I guess at the same time, but in, in within a 24 hour period because your body. I like to see you do it at the same time. I guess you could scuba dive in an airplane. <laughs> Uh, it probably happens at some point in time, <laughs> but but you know I'm I'm not afraid of anything. You know now that doesn't mean I'm going to go handling snakes. You know I'm not, not going to you know carry cobras around or something like that. But you know I'm not going to let anything dominate me or any kind of fear dominate me. You know because the Bible says I'm not given a spirit of fear, and that's one thing. You know the word is a spirit of fear. Spirit I mean fear is a spirit. You know you know and, yep. and so. So there are a lot of Christians that are being dominated by this spirit or being oppressed by a spirit of fear, and they don't even realize it, that. And, and they're saying stuff like, I'm afraid of heights. I'm, I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. You know, and they're also afraid of the boogeyman when they're growing up, too. So, you, you know, know what I see a big fear in the body of Christ? It's the fear of opinions of men. <laughs> oh, yeah. The fear of what other people think. Intimidation. So people you, get you would, you would think canceled. After, after high school, people would... would, would Get away from that kind of stuff. The but, peer pressure. It, but no, you know, people yeah. are afraid of being disliked. You know, yeah. Yeah. if they get dislikes on Facebook or somebody says something, they, they back up and they, they, they curl into a ball. It's like you need to be free from all fear. fear and yeah. the fear of man, but Proverbs says, brings a snare. Yeah. When you're always having to cater to other people's ideals and opinions, you're not free. And the, the, you want to be free, you got to be free from fear. And Perfect love casts out fear, as First John 4 says. And he says, he that fears has not been made perfect in love because fear involves torment. And all the other translations correctly say fear involves judgment. The, the root of all fear is the fear of death, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. But Jesus mm -hmm. de destroyed him that had the power of fear, the fear of death. And, uh, and the fear of death is the fear of judgment, and that's really the root of all other fears. It's the fear of, of death, the fear of judgment. And that's why people are afraid to fly, afraid to dive, afraid to do this, or, or even the fear of men and all kinds of phobias goes back to that fear of death, which Jesus destroyed. So as a believer, we should not be controlled by fear. Now, let's also talk about this. I, mean, I do believe that we should be led by the Spirit of God. And, and you know, in the last days, and some, when some of these tragic things happen, I believe the Lord will warn us and tell us not to be there at that point. And, and you know, you don't want to be at the wrong place at the, at the wrong time. You know, but, but it's a still small voice on the inside. And so many times that we override, you know, what we know that God's kind of telling us to do. We override that, um, you know, and I've, I, I can give you examples. Um, going back to the Murrow bombing here in Oklahoma City, I, I know mm -hmm. a, a gentleman that, um, you know, he kept telling his wife, you know, he, the Social Security office was in that building. And there was something to do with the Social Security, and, and they really needed the money. And she, he goes, I just don't want to go. I don't want to go. But I know we have to. We need that money. And unfortunately, he, he took his grandchild with him, mm. and they both perished. I know another individual on the way to the World Trade Center. They actually worked in the World Trade Center. And, um, and, and I will say at this point in time, they were, they were a PK, a pastor's kid, um, but they were kind of backslidden, if you want to use that, that term. I mean, they weren't really close to God. They weren't going to church, and they weren't, you know, but something on the inside kept on saying, stop for breakfast, stop for coffee, do something, you know, and he's like, I'm, I'm going to be late for work if I stop, you know, but he did, he decided to just go ahead and, you know, first he was trying to override, finally he just said, it's just coming up too much. I'm, I, he stopped and got some coffee, got some breakfast. And while he was rolling up, he watched this building where you work tumbling down, you know, and this was someone who was quote unquote backslidden. I mean, it wasn't, but God still warned him because he still loved him. And, you know, and thank God he actually followed the leading of the spirit and actually um, wasn't there at the wrong place at the wrong time. And, and, I, and I think that, you know, the Lord will, 
uh, my grandfather talked about many times about, you know, the Lord will warn him about a recession coming. The Lord will warn him about different things. And, you know, and I kind of joke um, about this here in Oklahoma, but I'm being serious. I won't say dead serious, but that's not a good, good word. I mean, you know, you know, we have a lot of tornadoes. And obviously, you know, we, we pray against and come against those tornadoes. And Bible, you know, we can speak to, to our weather. But if I ever, I have not yet ever taken cover um, yet, but I do believe if, if it's going to come to my house, the Lord is going to lead me. I'm, I will take cover at that point in time, you know, because I mean, I'm, I'm going to know it. And that's, you know, I, I don't feel that that sense of urgency right now. And I, and I, I, I mean, I believe I'm, I'm close enough to the Lord that he's going to warn me ahead of time. And he hasn't warned me ahead of time about, you know, things going on. And I think we need to be following the leading of the Spirit of God. And, you know, like I said, I've always told people, if I don't feel comfortable getting on an airplane, I'm not getting on an airplane. I don't care if I have to miss a meeting. It doesn't matter. If I don't feel safe. You know, a number of times when I've gone on an airplane, you know, um, and it's not our own, our own airplane, but, you know, American Airlines, Southwest Airlines, you know, and they have maintenance, you know, issues. Like the other day, um, they had a maintenance issue. They had to swap planes and things like that. Yeah, we were delayed or whatever. But you know what? Thank God we were delayed. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'd rather have the maintenance issue and, and get that taken care of and, instead of flying on a plane that, needs maintenance you know so I mean. yeah and that's something that we also need to trust god to direct us because there's times we don't always know the inward leading yeah. and, you know we have a nickname for the holy ghost we call him something yeah something something told me something told me. <laughs> yeah. yeah but but there's sometimes that we don't have any intuition or inward knowledge but we have to trust god providentially to, he says the steps of a good man are ordered Lord. by the lord and there's times when I know he's directed me with even not even being aware of it, but it's being at the right place at the right time for a situation. And so we need to just be able to trust our Father that he will lead us and guide us, even when we're not aware of it. But then those times when he speaks, we need to listen, you know, and not be, not be looking like in the rearview mirror what we should have done, but looking ahead saying, okay, something's telling me what to do. You know, you know the Holy Ghost is giving me an impression. Like there, you're talking about tornadoes. There's times when when i would go outside and it's like you just sense okay this is this is there's going to be bad weather today and then i'll begin to pray then not wait yeah. till the bad weather starts i just claim the power of the blood over you mean, my you stuff you don't wait till travis meyer comes on tv no <laughs> and but talk. i actually travis meyer is one of our local weather one of my friends too He's a I, great have, guy. I actually have a picture though of when they had those two tornadoes coming down like 71st street yeah. and that was coming right where our house was and then and we were we did take cover that time but in the closet we're binding that thing and rebuking it and then it went over, and, went, and on the, I got the picture on the radar on the TV where it showed the two lines going this way. Then they just stopped, and then it started again over here, and it just skipped the, an area where we were at. Well, unfortunately, like the tornado that hit Joplin did so much damage. Um, that same tornado split at, when it hit Tulsa, and yeah. it came back together after Tulsa, and then unfortunately ended up hitting people in, in the Joplin area. It was, it was fairly bad. We did a lot of tornado um, you know, relief. relief. You know, thing and thank God. You know, over the last few years, in fact, we've actually disbanded our tornado relief relief team um, right now because we haven't had to hadn't had to you know use them, which has been a an awesome a thing, a, bl a blessing. You know, because you know we don't like having to help suffering people. You know, obviously we're willing to do it if it, if it is has this happened. But you know, we've actually been very fortunate, even with climate change. You know, here <laughs> in, in Oklahoma, you know, without. You know, and, and we are the tornado capital of the world. Um, you know, that's why we have the National Tornado Center there in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, you know, we've had a lot of F5s, you know, around. And if you want to learn more about that, you can watch the movie Twister. Twister 2 is coming out now. In fact, I'm, you know. But I, you, you said, some, you know, we talk about being led by the Spirit, which is key in these last days. But the other thing we sort of touched on, I think, on the previous broadcast, and that's knowing our authority. Yeah. 
I think these two things it is but believers need to get a hold of so they're not in fear. One, learn how to be led by the Spirit. But two, know that you have authority, especially over your domain. So like your family, your house, your job situation, your property, your cars, your, your children, grandchildren, whatever. You have authority over that domain that you can begin to, to speak the Word of God, speak protection over your family, speak protection over your stuff. Amen. Amen. And, and, you know, and that's what we need to take our authority um, every day. I mean, you know, w- one thing that I do, and I know you do as well, is I claim 91st Psalm over me and my family every day. And obviously 91st Psalm talks about protection, talks about all, the, all these kind of things. And, um, you know, it is unfortunate because um, we're raising my granddaughter and she came home from school. And we've been very careful not to have Fox News on, you know, because it's, it's pretty... You know, there's been showing some pretty gruesome type things and talking about some pretty, but she goes to school, you know, Christian school, and they're talking about the, and so she came home in fear because of, mm. you know, because, you know, well, are these kind of things happen in America? I mean, you know, because it's very, very scary. And, and I do remember, um, even as a, a child, especially more like junior high years, I mean, I mean, there was a time, I actually had a weird dream one time, you know, that, that the Russians came in and, you know, and, you know, they, they were attacking Tulsa. I have no clue why. They're, they're in my backyard, actually, in my dream. Um, they actually paratrooped in, by the way, so that was another thing. It's called Red Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. You know, that's, that's Hamas watched Red Dawn, and, you know, you could Google that. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I, I had, you know, a fearful moment, you know, but it was only a moment. I mean, I woke up, you know, so, but, I mean, you know, there is that fear. I mean, you, you, and the, the news media is one of the ones that, that stirs that up, you know, whether it's Russia, you know, now it's China, um, you know, and all these kind of things, you know, and, you know, and of course, who knows what to believe in the media now any, anymore anyway. It's, it's, really, it's really hard to believe what's true and what's not. And then what's even scarier now is all the AI stuff that can even look real, oh, yeah. that they can basically make things that, you know, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, now, one thing I will say, and this is this is nothing to do with the thing, um, but you know, with all these filters, you know, online that most females use, guys don't use it. It's funny because there's an individual happens to be a female. But I'm not going to mention her, her name, my name, and she's always posting pictures, you know, that, that are very highly doctored. Well, then you know, then I don't know if you saw where you could make an AI version of yourself. I'm like, that looks like the real, real version because she's uses these filters or whatever so <laughs> i mean not the real version but the real version he puts on facebook all the time so wow. interesting part about it but ai is kind of scary i mean all, all those kind of, but but we shouldn't be afraid about that either i mean that's something else i mean you know, it's just you know. one more thing you had like you mentioned we had the y2k back in 2000 yeah of course a lot of these people weren't even born then they're mm-hmm. listening but wow. yeah you know that the end of the world was going to end because of a key computer program or something yeah but the mayan calendar ended so that Mayan, was going to make 2012 that yeah. was the mayan calendar the mayan calendar and you know and then the and then there's the 88 reasons and 88 why jesus was coming yeah 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 it's a hey, hey note to anyone out there that wants to predict when jesus is going to come back make sure it's going to be after your lifetime chronologically more than likely you know because i mean <laughs> it, it, it's kind of screws up your ministry then you won't be embarrassed you know well, we had the four blood moons. You know, what's interesting part about it is the four blood moons were not visible in Europe. I mean, in, in, in Israel, they were in America, but yeah. they weren't in Israel. So, so obviously, that couldn't have been the sign. But nobody wanted to point that out because people. You know. Yeah, and so every 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 so often, these things come around that this is it. This is the big one. Then it was COVID. You know, then yeah. it's then it's uh, you know the what the test the other day, the national broadcast test is going to uh-huh. turn us into zombies or whatever. You know. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, People, please stop being afraid. Well, so yeah, no, I, I will say the other day somebody was was were in the emergency room because and, and they're like, like I got I got this call, not a text, a call. It said, Craig, it looks like a zombie apocalypse in here. I'm, I'm like, that's because of the test. That's <laughs> him. <laughs> he goes, well, I don't know, but it looks like it must have worked because and now they weren't actual zombies, but there were people all over the place, you know, you know, in in the emergency room in fact there they were people on the floor in the halls um so said it was crazy you know so um but yeah you know but it's conspiracy theory stuff which you know i've been known to be called a conspiracy theorist but my conspiracy theories are actually come out to be true but i don't believe in some of the crazy stuff and and even if it is true you know what i believe that god's going to protect me i mean that's uh, you know i believe in god's protection and you know and you know, I, I know I have angels just, you know, around about me that's going to protect me, you know, and so yes, I'm, amen. I, I'm not concerned about that. And according to some lady that saw me, I was, I, my, my angels are 30 feet tall, so I'm not really that concerned about, you know, you know anything. One little flick of the finger, boom, they're yeah. gone. And, and, you know, that's, that's the thing. We don't, like I said, we, we put more faith sometimes, I say we, not me, me, you know, in, in the devil than we do Jesus, you know. And going back to First um, John 4, 4, the New Living says we've already won, we've already defeated those people. We've already won victory over those people, um, you know. So I call it Christian superstition. Yeah. That Christians are so fearful about all these conspiracy theories and, and even, you know, devils and demons and this and that. And it's like, who are you fearing, you know? You know, and something else, too, I, and I want to say this and before we get to after today's podcast, but, you know, I think sometimes we instill fear in our kids. We're not trying to. We're joking around, you know, like, like you know, the boogeyman's under your bed or what. You know, we're, we're joking or whatever. But, you know, don't instill fear in your kids. I mean, you know. I, I was under my brother's bed. You know, you were, you were, <laughs> I was the boogeyman. You were the boogeyman. For real. Yeah, well, you know, you know, there are a lot. You know, even from a young age, you know, when you play peekaboo, boo, you know, but, you know, you know I mean, I'm not saying you can't play peekaboo with your, but it's, you know, we, we, we instill fear a lot of times just by, you know, saying yeah. stuff and sometimes we're joking or, or, or whatever. But I mean, you know, I mean, like I said, these, these children, I mean, they don't have full Bible, you know, you know, even though, you know, they might go to a Christian, you know, elementary school doesn't mean that they have full, full knowledge of, of the word of God. I mean, you know, and they get in fear. And, um, you know, I think it's important for us to, to be able to teach these young people that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Amen. Um, but power, love, and a sound mind and, and different things like that because, because kids are, are afraid. And, but that's because their parents are afraid. And like I said, this is the biggest thing during COVID and probably the number one thing, the number one message that I, I looked at all my messages I preached during COVID was fear not, fear not, fear not. I don't know how many messages on fear because it seemed that whenever we were kind of over the fear hump, another fear thing would come out and people start getting afraid again, you know, because another variant popped up or this or that or, or whatever. And, but the whole point I kind of point out is this, this is Matthew 24. I mean, you know, these things are going to happen, um, you know, and, and we've been having sickness and disease happening, you know, from the Since beginning of time. <laughs> yeah, it's the beginning of time. So it's not like, you know, and people say, well, well, Craig, people died of COVID. People died of cancer. People are dying of cancer today. You know, I mean, you know, people die. You know, and, and you know, that's that's just what it is. Now, now, um, if you look at the national statistics, more people didn't die during the COVID than they did the year before. You know, so, but it's just you know kind of interesting. But, but you know, we shouldn't be in fear. Um, we we should you know be in, in faith, and I think and that's. 
you know, and the thing about it is I know people who, who wore T-shirts faith over fear and still were in fear. You know, just because you say something doesn't mean you believe it. And that's, I think that's what's where most Christians are at. I mean, most Christians, like I know an individual who, who got their healing. Now, they were believing God for their healing. They got their healing, and they're like, this is they, actually what they said. Craig, I can't believe it. I, I mean, I mean, my, my neck is not even, not even hurting. I mean, like, you just said you can't believe it, but you've been believing God for your healing. So, <laughs> so that must have not been your faith. No. That was God's mercy, you know, and stuff. You know, that, that, was, that was a sign and a wonder because it sure wasn't your faith because you just told me you can't believe you got healed. And what happened is this is the first time that they've ever really experienced that kind of healing, you know. And so they really kind of almost didn't believe. Even though they'd been in church a long time, um, you know, they hadn't experienced, you know, you know, God's healing power. And mainly it's because they probably never believed. I mean, you know, we can have what we say we can have, you know. And, and a lot of people say the right things, but they, they do the wrong things. I mean, they say they're in faith, but they're acting in fear, you know. And your mama told accents speak louder than words. And that's, and that's what I say, you know. When they say accent be a lot of words, you know, the accent, you know, Jesus Christ took the stripes on his back, and by his stripes we were healed. Not we're going to be healed, we were healed. That's what the Bible says. You know, I, I guess, you know, my grandfather was a stickler for the word. He, you know, he says, the Bible says that I believe, and that's gonna, that settles it for me. And that's, that's, that's my theology. If, if, if I can find it in God's word, then I, I'm, I'm going to believe it. And if not, God's a liar. Amen. I mean, that, that's what, in fact, that's what Brother Hagin told Jesus when he came off the deathbed. Says, says you know, when he, the, Mark eleven twenty four. he says, those things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and you have them. He said, I desire well body more than anything in the world. And said, Jesus, if you were here in person and you told me I didn't desire a well body, I, I would have to call you a liar because I desire a well body more than anything. And the, that's when the Lord says, well, what do well people do at 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever time it was? Yep. So, well, they get up, and that's when he got up. You know, and, and it took that action. When, you, know, you know, whenever he got up and grabbed a hold of that bedpost, he didn't feel like getting up. Mm -mm. He didn't feel like he was healed. And it wasn't until he stood up, as that's when you know, he talks about that the healing power of God hit him on the top of the head and said it felt like pins and needles. And it was, his, it was um, his nerves waking up. He said if it wouldn't have felt so good, it would have hurt so bad because it was, it was painful. But, you know, he walked off that deathbed um, because he believed the Bible. And that's... That's the thing about it is, you know, if we would believe the Bible, we can actually change things. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I ran out of water here. Anyway, Raymond Bible Training College is a wonderful place. RBTC.org. If you want to check that out, we have Raymond College Weekend coming up. Um, and you can actually attend um, in January. Many people thought you had to only attend, you know, in September, but you can come in January. <coughs> Excuse me. And so if you want to check out Raymond Bible Training College, you can have wonderful professors like us. Um, you know, well, maybe we're more wonderful. At least we'll keep you laughing, you know, so talk about preparation and things like that. I'm confident. You're confident that, yeah. you, know, you know, we like to have a good time. That's something else. And, and that's, I think that's something that people don't realize. People think that everyone was super spiritual. If you knew my grandfather, actually knew him as a person, he wasn't the most spiritual person when he walked around, you know, not behind the pulpit. I mean, you know. I mean, he liked to pick on you. He, li he liked to pinch you and, you know, you know, joke around and things like that. And so many people, you know, so I like to joke around as well. 
But Raymond Bible Training College, if you want to learn more about the Bible, or you know you're called to the ministry, or you know someone that is called to the ministry or learn more about the Bible, check out Raymond Bible Training College, rbtc.org. If you'll go there, give us your information. We'll send you a digital packet immediately, and we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, contact you, and talk to you more about Raymond. Well, we hope you enjoyed um, these three podcasts about the nation of Israel, and hopefully it's not a month before we do our next one. But anyway, here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, hope help, help, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. And you know what? Don't be in fear. Trust God, and it'll all be okay. God bless you.